You're listening to a Big MX Radio Podcast. Brought to you by Arma Energy. Presented by Fly Racing, W Wheels, Bill's Pipes, Just One Helmets, X-Brand Goggles, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Roy Borton Suspension, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Simply the best motocross and supercross news from around the globe. And now, here's your host, Brad Gephardt. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Just One Helmets, Bills Pipes, and Moto Ice Wraps. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, and with us on the line, we've got the uh, the owner of um, Moto Ice Wraps himself, Greg Durenzo. Dre- Greg, how's it going? Good. How you doing, Brad? Hey, I'm not doing too bad. Uh, we're both uh, living in uh, cold climates, talking about cold wraps, talking a little bit about sports therapy and uh, how uh, today's racers, um, which uh, are, need a whole lot more uh, things than they did uh, 10, 20, 30 years ago, they're, they're more into sports therapy, they're more into tr- uh, training and taking care of their bodies, and, um, and you happen to know quite a bit about that. Yeah, I've, uh, personally, I've been in the fitness industry for about 30 years. Um, it's, I've been in a gym in some way, shape or form or not from about, you know, somewhere about 15 years old, uh, just being an athlete all my life and growing up in the gym. And then after school, uh, I continued to race and wrestle and play football. And then after that, uh, just found our way into being a trainer and a consultant and then owning a couple fitness centers and developing some protein powders and supplements. And now, now we're getting into, more of a uh, therapy slash rehab product that we're trying to launch here. And so far it's pretty successful. Absolutely. And it, it's something that uh, has honestly, uh, just in the last little while started to really catch on and uh, um, like, and some of the the sport's biggest names are starting to uh, gravitate to uh, to the product and, and put it to use on a uh, um, basically daily basis. However, how often it, it uh, needs to be used? Um, tell us a little bit about um, the uh, the Moto Ice wraps themselves. Well, what what it basically does is is in a sense it can replace an ice pack or an ice bag. Um, it has all the benefits to ice therapy and cold therapy as well as compression. So, I mean, everyone knows when you get an injury or you get a bruise, you get sore, you tweak something, you twist something, right. you need compression and ice. And very few people honestly do it because it's kind of a pain in the butt. It's, you know, frigid cold. It's, it doesn't feel too good on the skin. And then to top it all off, you may not have ice with you. And then you have, you know, half of your body is soaked from the ice bag leaking or if your ice, if your ice wrapped, um, you know, goes goes warm on you as far as if you bring it with you from the freezer in 10 minutes, it's warm. Um, whereas this, it's thrown in your gear bag, it's thrown in your gym bag, uh, kept in your truck, kept in your car, and on the way home from the track, on the way home from the gym, if your knee's tweaked or if your elbow hurts or your wrist hurts or your hip or your groin, you just wrap it up, put it in place, it stays in place, it adheres to itself, and you go on your way. Um, it's a very simple uh, solution to a problem that everybody has 
and no one actually does what they should do because it's a pain in the butt to, to use an ice bag. Absolutely. And uh, for those uh, like who are, have any experience with injuries, know that if you're trying to ice something, if you don't have an extra hand handy to, uh, to, to help you either hold down the ice bag while you're trying to wrap your leg or your arm or your shoulder, next to impossible to actually get that ice pack like right where you need it. I know I had my... Uh, my sh- both my shoulders operated on the the, the apparatus and the, the the tensor bandage process to get the the cooling pack on my shoulder properly for an extended period of time. Like you said, it's warm before you have it fixated properly, and uh, if it's even fixated properly in the first place. So with this product, you're allowing yourself to uh, uh, first of all more adhesion. So uh, you you it's, it's stretchable, it's sticky, it allows you to uh, maneuver a little bit easier, and uh, and it's something you can do on your own, and it's also something that's going to stay cold for you. So uh, in all facets, it kind of uh, it, it, it's it solves multiple problems all at once. Yeah, and, and the other benefit, you can still remain active. You don't have to stay immobilized sitting in a chair with an ice pack or, or not being able to move your arm or you can't drive or you can't do anything. So this, you can you know remain as active as you were before you put the wrap on. Right, so, so who are some of the, uh, the first athletes that uh, were in the development process of this, uh, like, or even yourself? Uh, how did this end up uh, generating into something that uh, you, wanted, you, you were able to take to market? We, we actually uh, started testing the product last season with Jimmy Albertson in, during the outdoor season. When Jimmy was hurt last year, um, he had a, a broken lower leg, and he was doing commentating for him for um, the Outdoor Nationals, he and his wife, Georgia. And his leg was so swollen, and he would have to wrap it with ice, and he would have to try to keep it compressed. Otherwise, by the end of the day, his lower leg would be bigger than his upper leg. And this technology came about as far as with, with some people that I know, we put it together and partnered with them on developing something that's going to provide compression and can provide the cool feeling of an ice pack. So Jimmy tested it for basically about six months and it was a huge success with him. Then we brought it to some other athletes that I have locally here in New Jersey. We, we work with a couple of the giants up here and a couple of the other major league baseball teams that are in the area and did a lot of product testing with a lot of athletes. Um, it also went in the gym. I own a fitness center up here. So we also did a lot of testing with it on all regular, you know, John T public, you know, gym goer. Um, everyone had certain feedback that we kind of enhanced and brought the product, uh, advanced it along, but it was, Jimmy was the first moto athlete to try it and test it. And to this day, he says he, there's no way he would have been able to get through the day without him wearing it. Right. And of course, uh, Jimmy Albertson being a good, uh, well, he's a Missouri boy, but he's, he hangs out with, uh, that, uh, tr- that Trey Kennard character quite a bit. So, uh, not surprised to see that, uh, Trey would, uh, maybe, uh, go through Jimmy's, uh, gear bag and, and find a, uh, a moto ice wrap and, uh, and put it to use on his own uh, injuries. Cause, uh, we all know Trey's, uh, no stranger to, uh, uh, medical bills himself. Yeah, Trey's uh, definitely had uh, some ups and downs as far as injury-wise in his career. And and recently, as of this year, right before San Diego, um, he actually did have a pretty bad practice crash and pulled his groin. And he's had it ever since, and he wears it religiously every day just for compression and keeping that cool. Because obviously with a, with a groin strain, it's not very comfortable to sit there with an ice pack and let water leak all over you. So now he can use the, the moto ice wrap and and have 
his cold therapy, you know, at 24 hours a day if he wants to. Right, exactly. This is something that uh, he could even apply uh, like right before going out to either a moto or a practice session. Uh, you want to take a bit of that sensation, that that uh, the biting pain of, of maybe a, a tweak or a sprain. You can uh, you can alleviate that, which is something that uh, you can't do with a, a bulky ice pack inside a motocross boot. It just doesn't fit. So um, this uh, this is all, that's another application. And another thing that people often like say if they wanted to uh, figure to sh- shy away from a product like this is the same. You know what? I'm not a personal, I'm a personal trainer. I'm not an athletic therapist. I'm not a physiotherapist. I don't know how to wrap my arm, my my ankle, my wrist. Um, well, your website has gone to the trouble of uh, of showing people exactly how to use this in uh, some pretty easy steps, letting people know exactly uh, how to uh, get themselves started so that uh, whatever uh, wrap that they're doing is going to be secure and it's going to uh, be most effective. Yeah, we've, we've kind of tried to list all of the major joints, ankles, knees, elbows, shoulders, wrists. We've tried to put all the demonstrations up there and show them how the figure eight needs to be wrapped and, and how application of the wraps for each individual joint should be applied. So uh, what has been some of the, uh, your most positive reactions from, uh, from some of the athletes that you've worked with and uh, how have they also helped you, you to improve the product? Um, we, we do have a couple, I have a couple products in the pipeline that we're looking at trying to hopefully get some demo products out to the market this summer. Um, obviously everyone knows that the outdoors is a tremendous, uh, heat and trauma on the body. And if we we're we're in the process of trying to finalize the design of like a cool chest wrap, a cool chest protector, um, or a poncho sleeve that an athlete and a rider can wear underneath their gear while providing, you know, coolness to, to their core body temperature, even during the moto. Um, so it can be worn while they're actually riding, racing, competing, um, and in 95 degree weather, you don't want to have heat stroke. So there's a lot of benefits to obviously keeping your body cool in, in extreme temperatures. Um, a lot of the, the product feedback that we've received is, is just overall, um, feasibility and, and usability of the product. And it's it's not something that's going to turn a sprained ankle. If you roll your ankle today and you put the moto ice wrap on, tomorrow you're not going to be 100%. This is, it's a product that's going to give you the convenience of starting the initial therapy through and recovery process immediately. It's something that you can use consistently um, and it will do obviously both the, the both benefits of compression and ice therapy, cold therapy. Fair enough. So, uh, like uh, on the label, it uh, one of the things that pops out at me is something that uh, I was surprised with. You said this this product is reusable, um, which um, like uh, how does it how is it able to do that? Uh, how is it able to, to continuously or uh, cre- create a cooling sensation? And um, how many times can you reuse this product before uh, it's uh, it's no longer uh, effective? Well, there's it's a proprietary like environmentally safe biodegradable formula in the product. Um, there's no methanol, no latex, no adhesives, um, nothing in the product um, that would cause a reaction, an allergy, anything that we've ever encountered with anyone that's, that's tried or used the product. Um, you, once you get done using the product, you simply just re-roll it, put it back in the package that it came in, and you'll put two tablespoons of water or somewhere in that ballpark back in there shake it up a little bit, seal the product, and in about two hours, it's ready to go again. It, wow, it that's would, incredible. It will, 
Yeah, it'll absorb the water, reactivate the chemicals inside of the wrap, and you're ready in somewhere about two hours. Um, we've had athletes use the product for, you know, up to two months. You know, it depends if they're using it once a day, if they're using it once every three days. But we're generally seeing somewhere in the five to ten range on using the product, and or if not longer. Um, depends on the amount of salt your body is going to put out, depending on the environment that it's in, depending on how how honestly how sincere and religious you are about making sure that you put the two tablespoons back in, you seal the package, um, you don't leave it out, you know, in 95 degree, you know, beating down sunlight. So a lot of the factors come into it. But if you if you follow the procedures that that we recommend on putting the product back in the container, putting it in, in putting two tablespoons of water in there, putting it in your gear bag, putting it in your gym bag, you're going to get about two months out of the product. Um, it really depends, though, but that's pretty much the ballpark. We've had a lot of people use it up to two months. Wow. So uh, in, in reality, uh, the, the Moto Ice Wrap will last about as long as you want it to. It, it, it can. After time, the chemicals, your skin, the salt, the sodium in your skin will start to dry out the wrap. But for a sense, at 15 bucks, it's, it's well worth, you know, a, a one to two month process. Hey, this is Jake Weimer with Team Tedder Racing, and you're listening to Big MX Radio. We're going to commercial break. We'll be right back. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable, sweat-absorbing liner, and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with Oats and Bran. Oats and Bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. When it comes to helmets, there is just one. The helmet brand that is. Just One Helmets is tailor-made for motocross and street bike riding, and now available in North America. Who chooses Just One? Well, for starters, Tim Geiser, winner of the Italian round in MX2, David Philipparts, Vicky Golden, Trevor Reese, as well as David Pulley. And you know what? So do I. I choose Just One Helmets because they are simply the safest, lightest, and most comfortable lid available. Want to know more about Just One Helmets? Check them out on the web at www.justonehelmets.com. Find out about the J12 the J32, and all of the colorways that are absolutely blow your socks off. 
So guys, please head over to www.justonehelmets.com today. Go check them out. You won't be disappointed. Stronger than steel. So what that means is it can move much faster. 2014 X-Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter-X, Volcano, and Phantom Goggle, X-Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X-Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear-offs, zip-off systems, nose guard, and more. Check out eksbrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com that's D-U-B- YAUSA.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown rebuild on your forks or, or shock. Call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. Bill's Pipes, the home of legendary performance. Since 1974, Bill's Pipes has been providing motocross and off-road riders the performance they need. Two-stroke or four-stroke, Bill's Pipes has the exhaust system for you. In recent years, we've seen a resurgence of the Bill's Pipes brand, and that's great news. And that's great news for motocross racers everywhere. For four-strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to dominate the fight on any brand. For you two-stroke guys, the MX2 Bill's Pipes exhaust system is the right one for the job and comes in works, nickel, and the all-new cone look finish that'll turn heads all day long. Head to BillsPipes.com right now and get the same pipe used by Billy Lidinovich, Vicky Golden, the 
JMR Suzuki team, Jesse Pierce, Nico Izzy, and David Cole. Bill's Pipes is craftsmanship at its finest. So go with Bill's Pipes and never settle. Absolutely. And of course, uh, if you head on over to the website, you have three different options as far as packaging goes, as far uh, as, far as uh, your order. You can get uh, three, two, or one wrap uh, in, in, uh, in your selection. And, uh, and that wrap is uh, roughly about four inches wide, 60 inches long. Um, any, any particular reason why that size happened to be the, uh, the, the most effective or the most versatile uh, size of wrap for you? No, well, we wanted to make sure that it was that it was big enough and durable enough. So if you wanted, if you had to wrap a quad or you had to wrap do a figure eight on a groin wrap, you had enough material that you can do that with. Um, the four inches wide is just big enough to to satisfy that, and not not too big where it becomes inconvenient to carry. And we do have another product that we're going to be releasing in a smaller size, which is going to be. Somewhere about a little less than three inches long by three by thirty six inches by three inches wide by thirty six inches long. We'll have that product in the summer. That'll be just a, a primarily for wrists and elbows and and things like that. Ankle, small ankle frames, things like that. But it's this this four inch by sixty inches kind of handles everything, and you can cut it with regular scissors to fit whatever you want. You can take the one wrap and make two out of it. Fair enough. Uh, so I've got to ask uh, of the the athletes listed on your website. Uh, you got three motocross racers, a uh, a road race guy uh, from California, it seems, and uh, Rob Minkovich, a, uh, a forgive me if I'm incorrect, but offensive lineman for uh, the, the New England Patriots. Uh, what, what's your personal connection with uh, with Rob and uh, um, guy who plays uh, like a high level football and uh, does it for a living that's uh like to have that type of testimony uh that's that's pretty big yeah rob rob's actually a defensive end outside linebacker defensive for the Patriots. Right. yeah um and i've known rob for about 10 years i used to live in illinois one of my motocross athletes that i used to work with uh was and still is best friends with rob so we started working together and talking to each other right when he was coming out of school he went to purdue and got drafted uh, right. by New Orleans. So we were kind of working together a little bit there, getting his off-season program put together. And we've kept in contact over, you know, the past years. Uh, the strike year, the NFL, he had a slap tear in his shoulder. We had to do some rehab work with him and just discuss a couple things with him as far as nutrition and put his rehab program together. And we've just become good friends, and he's been a client for about 10 years. Now, do you think that uh, New Orleans likes to uh, draft guys out of Purdue because it's the same colors, or what? I don't know. I mean, you, there's the, they do draft a lot of guys from Purdue. I don't know if it's a if it's a recruiting connection or or what, but <laughs> they do uh, they do definitely have a have a very similar uniform style. And no a doubt. couple pictures, yeah, a couple pictures that I would see of Rob or in his early days, I have to look back and just look at the logo on the helmet to see if it was a pro picture or a college picture. No kidding. I'm not, I'm sure he wasn't much different in terms of size. No, he's a beast. Rob's a big boy. Rob's definitely a big boy. So, um, motocross is very different from many sports in many different ways. And the injuries, uh, that are connected with motocross are usually, uh, also very different. 
what kind of uh, curveballs do motocross athletes throw at you as a uh, as someone who's uh, been involved in the fitness industry for so long? Um, as far as for the application for the wrap or, or just in general? Uh, for the wrap as well as in general, uh, like is there is there any uh, is, was there any motocross specific injuries that you hadn't come across uh, on a regular basis uh, w- with regular stick and ball sports as well as uh, through some of the fitness uh, regimes and the, the the fitness programs? Like it seems with motocross, there's a hundred different ways to skid a cat as far as fitness goes for racing. Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, different philosophies on training and different training modalities and different aspects on how a lot of trainers want to train, how they don't. Uh, injuries in motocross, I think you see a lot more on a percentage basis of, of ACLs, MCLs, broken wrists, things like that, just because of the way they impact and and how many people get ACL injuries are, I think, are a lot higher in motocross than you would have in baseball and football. Um, but the, the treatment of those injuries, the rehab process, is, is all very similar. The training aspect is completely different as you're right. I mean, football, you need to be a little, have a little more power, have a little more speed, have a little more lateral speed, whereas motocross, a lot of conditioning, core, and pure strength. Um, I do see it's funny being a trainer and being in the industry and starting to train clients about 10 years ago for motocross. We did a tremendous amount of, of weightlifting and tremendous amount of strength training. And way back then, people would look at us and look at my riders and look at some of my clients, and I think they would look at me and say, oh, I'm not, I, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to be big and I don't want to be bulky like Greg. And that was, there's a lot of ignorance to if someone's strong or big. You can be very big and not be strong. You can be very strong and not be big. So I think there, there definitely was a stereotype back in the day as far as um, don't lift weights, don't do anything heavy, don't do not do anything that's going to give you arm pump. And that was a sense of, you know, why we don't lift weights. Nowadays, it's, yeah, nowadays it's funny because I was at Anaheim Wam this year and talking to a lot of teams and industry people and just talking about training. And the one thing that always came up, you know, pretty regularly was, oh, we're, we're doing or we're having our guys do a lot more strength training nowadays. And it, it was just a little comical to say, to hear that when, you know, 10 years ago, everyone was like, oh, you can't do strength training because it's, you know, not good for you. And now all of a sudden everyone's doing what we were doing 10 years ago. So um, kind of gives you a little bit of sense of pride and a little bit of a pat on the back that, you know, you were doing the right thing 10 years ago when people were shying away from it. Absolutely. And uh, that actually, it always surprises me that, uh, motocross racers have almost uh, stayed away from lifting weights, uh, almost like like avoided them like the plague. When in fact, when when Ricky Carmichael was being as dominant as he was, and the guy was a, he was a ripped down uh, like body fat percentage was next to nothing. He looked like a greyhound, but he still looked like a little muscle nugget. Like the kid packed on some muscle around his body to stabilize and be that strong athlete and maybe it's the fact that he was so small or that made him seem a little bit stocky but the fact is is that you need to have some strength and you need to have 
you don't know, you have you have you need to have lots of strength, and uh, muscle comes along with that. And uh, just because you go into the weight room and pick up a couple of dumbbells doesn't mean you're going to get uh, you're not going to look like Jay Cutler or uh, any of those guys uh, immediately. I, I think of all, girls all the time. I don't want to lift weight. I'm just going to go on the on the treadmill or whatever like that. One squat's not going to make you have the, uh, like a huge commanding ass. It's 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 over the it's, top. Yeah, it's a hundred percent right. You know, and and the two things. I mean, I've never in my life heard any athlete, whether they're motocross athlete or football player, say, "Hey, you know what, Greg? I'm too strong. I, yeah. I, I don't need to be any stronger. I don't need I don't need any more strength. I'm way too strong." That that's that's never happened. And you know, to women, exactly. That's the whole fallacy of women. I don't want to get too big. I don't want to get put on too much muscle. And, you know, it takes decades of women to, to put on muscle. And, and guys, you need muscle. Muscle cushions the impact. People forget that with extra tissue around your body, you cushion an impact. And these guys hit the ground pretty hard. And most of them aren't wearing chest protectors, don't wear a lot no. of protection. So I don't know what the what the logic is behind not having not having more muscle on your body. You know, you're only going to put on size through nutrition. You could spend six hours a day in the gym squatting and benching, but if you're not fueling your body and you're not giving it 4,000 to 6,000, 8,000 calories a day, you're not going to put on weight. You're not going to put on muscle. You're going to get strong, but you know, you, you, you prepare your body in the gym to get bigger and stronger in the kitchen. Oh, totally. Like, uh, gain, gains are made in the kitchen, my friend. Like, uh, any, anyone who's, uh, knows anything about training, uh, knows that, uh, you're, you, you cannot out train a bad diet and you can't, um, like if, if you don't feed those muscles, if you, if you don't take in the calories, your, your body will just like, yeah, you'll, you'll, you might, your, your bench might go up, but you, you yourself are not going to be a bigger person. Physically. Yeah. And yeah. And, and the thing is, you know, Cycling is what a lot of trainers and what a lot of guys do for conditioning and getting in shape on the bike. And that works and that's great, but it's, it's not the end all be all. And there's a mental aspect that people forget that you, you, when you walk in the gym and, and you're training and you're pushing iron and you're pushing steel and getting stronger, that, that mental aspect of conquering that program or conquering that workout applies yeah. to motocross. You know, when some of the workouts that we used to do with all the guys, it was as much mental and psychological as it was physical. Because if you could get through this, yeah, crap, hell, man, a, 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 an 18-lap Supercross or a 36-lap, you know, outdoor moto is nothing. And that's oh, what everyone totally. forgets, you know. It's the, it's the psychological aspect of training as well as going in there and pushing yourself way beyond limits then you can push yourself physically. You can't push yourself physically on a bicycle as you can in the gym doing a, a conditioning circuit or doing fartwork circuits or doing anything that's going to push you in that, in that capacity. And when you, you know walk what, out I, of the gym, yeah. I've trained on, on, on uh, road bikes, trained on mountain bikes. I've trained in the gym. And honestly, I've never in my life walked out of the gym um, feeling the same way 
than I do come, uh, getting off of a, off of a mountain bike. When I get out of the gym, I feel 50 feet tall and bulletproof. You feel like um, there's something between like your your, your muscles are firing. You, you, you just, it's like it, it's almost like instant confidence. And uh, you, you and I would both know that motocross and confidence go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. And uh, like that's that's total. That's it's a total mental thing. I, I feel like um, like circuits. Specific circuit training and, and specific workouts that really test your mental fortitude and uh, and, and what you're willing to dig deep and, and do. I don't think it can be replicated on the mount, on the bike, even though uh, cycling can be used as a good tool for getting those heart rates. Yeah, for sure. It's yeah, and as you just said, you you the endorphins that are produced in the gym when you walk out when you leave the gym, you you feel like you're you know a Superman. You feel like you're you know indestructible and the mental aspect of that is when you walk, when you line up on the line with 20 or 40 or, you know, 19 or, or 39 other guys and you look down the line and you go, man, you guys haven't gone through what I've gone through in preparation for this. And that's where you said that the confidence comes into play, you know, no matter if you start in fifth or 15th or 25th, you know that you've been through hell and you can get from the bottom to the top again. Awesome. Greg, it's been a pleasure to have you on and talk about fitness, training, and of course, Moto Ice Wraps. Um, where, where can people go to find more information on them? Where can they follow you guys on social media so they can keep up on all things uh, uh, Moto Ice Wraps? And um, also, uh, for for, um, for those who are, are wondering, what are, what are some of the price points that you have as far as uh, the packaging? It's uh, one wrap is fourteen ninety nine. Two wraps are twenty six ninety nine. Three wraps are thirty nine ninety nine, and then there's a four fifty shipping five uh, three fifty four fifty and five fifty shipping that applies to each one respectively. So for eighteen fifty, with shipping to the continental United States, it's one wrap. Um, Perfect, and uh, so obviously you can go over to motoicewrap.com and uh, go check out uh, not only the how to use the the about page and uh, check out a few of the athletes that have been using it with success and uh, and then uh, head on over to uh, the products and, and grab yourself uh, a Moto Ice Wrap, put it to use and uh, follow all the instructions so you can make it last as long as you want uh, as you can for you and uh, enjoy, the, enjoy the, the positive effects. All right. Thank you very much, Brad. Greg, it's been a pleasure to have you on. You uh, you have yourself a great rest of your day. Don't hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we'll cut it off right there. Okay. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.